Well, hello, hi, and welcome to Brazenly Shady. Now, we all know it's a new month. By the way, happy December. But we just dropped in to let you guys know that this is a previously recorded episode where we are discussing Thanksgiving releases. So, stick around for the usual Brazenly Shady shenanigans. All right, so hello, welcome to Brazenly Shady. I'm Sharonda. And I'm Tima. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Thanksgiving, host. When you hear this episode, it's going to be past Thanksgiving, but anyway, happy Thanksgiving anyway. Okay. Well, technically, it's kind of like on the day of Thanksgiving, because it's mm-hmm. not quite 12 o'clock yet. It's 11.59. By the time they hear this, Thanksgiving going to be gone. You know what? Then happy past Turkey Day, host. Happy Thanksgiving. Hello. Hi. We're going to talk about some Thanksgiving. We're going to talk about two Thanksgiving books and one Veterans Day book. So we're going to discuss. I'm kind of sort of a veteran, just to let y'all know. I'm yeah, kind of we have a veteran here on Brazen Me Sharonda, I'm a veteran, but it ain't got nothing to do with the service. <laughs> Hello. Um, we're gonna be discussing each for free, and we're gonna be discussing each for free and a perfect stuffing by Danielle Allen, and then we're gonna move on to cinnamon and golds by Lady Marie. Okay, I'm so, here for it. If we go in order of release. So what are we going to do first? Free. For free. free by Danielle Allen. First of all, I got to say, I really enjoyed this book. It was, it was cute. And I love like the whole vibe between them kind of like, you know, reconnecting. Yeah. You know? It was like a second, first chance, if that makes right. sense. Right. And shout out to Danielle Allen because she be doing the damn thing for yeah. when it comes to the hot holiday hookup series and i think i think in the black romance community we need this because it's like she's picking we don't up get these, a whole lot of holiday hookup holidays i mean veterans day she had one for groundhog day she had one for april Fool's. she had one for halloween it's like i love that she gives us a little you know Hookup. Well, some extra, well, some, mm. for these um for these uh little holidays that's really not major, but they're right. still holidays. So shout out to Danielle Allen for that. But I really, really enjoyed this because it's it, like I said, it was like a first, it was like a second first chance, mm-hmm. and it had like a opposites attract thing because it seemed like he was some type of nerd when they were in high school. But they were also kind of like, um, they were, he was a nerd and she was a nerd too, also remember? Yeah. Yes. But, um, they were, they were kind of, they kind of like had this competitive streak. Like frenemies. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect word. They so were kind of like, like kind of like frenemies when they were in high school. They were kind of like, oh, well, you said this. And remember she, she said that you, sh- you went back to the teacher and said this. And he was like, oh, yeah, well, I was out one day and I think she said something to a perfect, like something was going on with him at home. And yeah. she just kind of like, pr- uh, played into it. They so had great like, they were kind of like frenemies in, in, um, like some competitive spirit but it was really really cute and they meet up again she's like in grad school and he He is in the service he's in the service and he comes home and as you know like what most veterans what most most veteran days events what happens is a lot of restaurants will have it where vet free for free um or they give some type of discount to veterans on veterans day and um, this is what happens between these two characters. He actually, but he wasn't actually didn't want to eat for free, which I really thought was really, yeah, a really cute thing to add to the story. He was actually getting food for a homeless, homeless day. guy, and she was being, she was kind of being hit on by another guy, and he kind yeah, of another guy. I don't believe it was, was like that was just trying to just be yeah. so. And um, they meet up again after not seeing each other for years. 
And I love like the vibe that they met up again. They they just kind of like fell right into it, right? It was just like and they meet up again, or he or he came back to the he came back to the restaurant and sat there. He sat there, but he remember he was ordering food for this homeless well, vet, he went so he to get saw her again, and they kind of like got to talking, and they kind of like caught up with each other, like what you doing? This is what I've been doing. This is what I've been doing. Blah blah blah. Yeah. I, so, I I enjoyed that banter. I like. Um, I did. The I think part, banter was great, and I love that she took him to the sex shop. <laughs> and I and I think and I think the reason why that banter worked so well was because they had that they had a history, you know, right. they had history from high school, so it worked well. And it's like the competitive the competitiveness picked up from high school right. it was still going back and forth even yeah. the sex shop was like a freaking competition you understand yeah. it was like a big competition. yeah because she was like oh you're not gonna get over on me he was like yeah you, well and which led to them buying like this toy the sex toy which in i was I wasn't turned off by the sex toy. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, God, another sex toy that's controlled by the man. <laughs> like, I've seen this done multiple times, and I was like, I'm tired of it. But it was cute. The way that she wrote it was cute, but I'm like, again? I feel like because she didn't heavily play into it, because it was like, with this scene, they went in to store they were doing their banter he kind of like punked her she kind of like punked him into getting they both ended up getting a sex toy right yeah, and was it, it was kind of like it was kind of like a forgotten thing like once they got out the store right because she was like at the yeah. store and the store was really busy i mean they the restaurant the restaurant was really busy for veterans day so she kind of like forget forgot that she was kind of like had this toy in her you know what I mean? She got busy, but right. even even her putting the toy in her was a was a competition because he was yeah like, it was because she was just like oh you're not about to play me out and I was like but girl you already <laughs> I was like oh well wait um it was so like like I said I I was like Ugh, another sex toy but the I, way that it was written I enjoyed it it was sexy yeah it was. It was set. It was hella sexy. They kind of went on the whole kind of like fake relationship thing, right? When they went inside the sex, the sex toy shop, because he was like, he was like, oh, this is my girlfriend. I'm in the military. I've been away for a long time, and you know, now I'm back. And she didn't tell me because remember the girl, the the sales clerk at the sex toy was like, oh, y'all playing around. And he was like, no, no, no. She didn't tell me this was a sex shop. You know, a sex shop in the beginning. So it was, it was a really cute story. I thought the vibes between the characters were. Really I liked it. It was it, for for it to be so short. It yeah. was sexy as hell. It yeah, was, it was sexy and it it was sensual because mm-hmm. you could tell that they liked each other from high school, but they mm-hmm. really never. Played I think because he was in the service, he had to leave, right? So I think he right. had to leave. So they really never acted on and something happened with her facebook where he was in i think she, um she wasn't on facebook or something happened where they didn't connect they didn't keep that connection i think what them. happened was she said somebody hacked her account or something like that and then she kind of got like locked out of her account which is a real thing yeah <laughs> it happened to me before right i'm one of them facebook users from college when it was just- yeah and she kind of got locked out and he thought she was kind of like playing these ball-headed games and she was just like no i got locked out like it wasn't like that and they kind of like fell off until she saw him show up in her line when she was doing the veterans day at the yeah. restaurant she worked at and he was like oh this is my time this is my chance i'm gonna get yeah. my, the girl that i always wanted and it was yeah Chemistry was thick. It was sexy. The car, yeah. the sex in the car. I mean, y'all know this basically shady. We do spoilers. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the sex in the I mean, car. The hot. Day, y'all should have read the book by now. Cause this I mean, damn, it came out Betty's day. After. After. <laughs> but so it was, it was sexy and it was hot and it made you want so much more from this couple. Even yeah. You know, it's a hot holiday short. You'd be like, damn, you know, what happened to them? Are they doing <laughs> 
did, did she go back and visit her man? You know, did, did, what's really good? Did he get that yeah, job? Did he go like back? Long, yeah, because they decided to do like this long distance kind of thing because he was doing an interview in like Philly or some shit like that. Yeah. It definitely wasn't right. where they were. So, like, are they still together? Did he right. get a job? Is he moving back? Is she moving with him? Like, I need updates. <laughs> but it was really good. And the thing about it is that it, it felt complete. Even yeah. though you wanted more, it felt complete. So that within itself was amazing to me. And I enjoyed this book. I No, I thought the book was cute. I haven't read. Now, if you know me, you know me. If you follow me for a long time, I'm a, I, I, I love Daniel Allen. I think she writes really great stories but i love her um her story where she does like the twist on edgar allen poe poems like that's my shit right yeah. i'm kind of like a a yeah. macabre um dark person so i love that shit yeah um but when tamer was like oh you gotta read these books and i was like oh i don't know i really was like i don't know i, don't know. I was like read it bitch <laughs> Yeah, she really was like, you need to read these books. And I was like, mm. And I was like, oh. oh. I finally read them. And yeah, she really was on my ass. But um, this, it was it was cute. I love this story. I love this story. I love the whole thing. Yeah, shout out to her because I honestly, we don't get a whole lot of stories with veterans, right? We get a whole lot of like stories with like romances with like military vets you know, military people per se and kind of like, you know, CIA, DEA, you know, cops, shit like that. But you be writing cops. Girl, you know these bitches be writing cops and these I mean I'm nothing wrong with cops. I have cop friends, but I'm just saying, do we really have okay, moving along. You don't <laughs> have romance books with cops in it, you're gonna play me out like that. I'm just saying I ain't read none in a long, long time. So mm-hmm. I ain't gonna probably, read them. That's probably on the other people's side. But I was about to say, I was like, niggas writing cops. <laughs> a black romance. We probably have a couple of books. Maybe not a couple of books. We have, probably have yeah, some yeah, stuff yeah, with cops. Monique did, did uh, the summers. They had a, they cops. And who else yeah. has cops? A couple of well, people have cops. I have to think. But I think it's very rare where we get stories with actually veterans, right? People that have already, that served in the actually, in the military. Yeah. A lot of the old school authors are good for these, like, you know, the Brenda Jacksons and, you know. Sharon Cooper has some um, cops. Sharon Cooper, you know. We don't really Uh, get a whole Others have cops. Brenda Jackson has cops. Yeah. Sheriffs you know sheriff dale i mean i i but those are like more like small town but at the end of the day i feel like we don't get a whole lot of story with veterans and dale there i'm sorry y'all sheriff alistair julian westmoreland damn i'm sorry yeah he's calling him huh alistair julian aj hello hello How are you? That's correct. Uh, but yeah, you're right. So, yeah, so I, I think this was a spectacular job. And mm-hmm. and I feel like me y'all done heard me and Tamer say this plenty of times before that we feel like most of the time with black romance they're not capitalizing on these holidays. Mm-hmm. And Danielle Allen, kudos to you girl because you capitalize on a holiday even the white girls ain't writing about so thank you mm-hmm. <laughs> when i saw veteran dad was like go ahead on danielle the fuck right. do it and right. i picked it up and i was like this is my shit i love right. it this is the type of shit i like to read ho but uh, yeah this is cute so this takes us into the next book which is um a perfect stuffing okay so not Danielle Allen done hit us with the one-two in November. One-two. She gave us Veterans Day and gave us Thanksgiving right after that. When I tell you Danielle is on our fucking neck. Y'all shut up. Y'all shut up. She she is on our necks. I'm excited to see if she's going to drop a little Christmas something-something. Because if you dropping Veterans Day, you dropping Thanksgiving. Baby, I'm looking for the Christmas of the day. 
All I gotta say is Christmas is anything like veterans and Thanksgiving. Give it to me, ho. Give it to me, ho. Give it to me, baby. Okay. Okay. Come on. Okay. So. This was like a this was like a Friendsgiving type vibe. And mm-hmm. okay, and and what I like about this hot holiday hot this holiday hookup is that if you if you read her, I think it's a Zola Patterson or Peterson, I could be fucking this up in a Patterson. Zola Patterson because I read those books. Pat- she, she winds all of this in with the Zola Patterson series because Zola yeah. is like this big matchmaker hookup and she really is um she has the series where she's talking about these hot holiday hookups so Zola is present in all of these books where she's talking to these people about their little holiday hookups and that's one of the reasons why I freaking love this because she whipped I mean she literally rolled this whole series into Zola and it's friggin' phenomenal. But the friendship dynamics in this book, because we're having like a Friendsgiving type vibe. And let me tell you something. The friendship dynamics in this book is amazing. I love, I always tell you guys, I love how black authors are now, are now. Um, and not to say that it was dismissed before, but we're seeing it more prevalent now where we're seeing amazing relationships between black women and black yeah. women don't ne- in in these romance books black women don't necessarily have to have a white friend to sell her book or a non-black poc person to you know to get the book so we're what? seeing amazing relationships between black women which i feel like is more realistic because at the end of the day i'm not saying that black women don't have outside relationships outside of other black women mm-hmm. but it's it's good to see like in books and it doesn't have necessarily have to be a romance book right mm-hmm. for me it doesn't necessarily have to be a romance book but i want to see more relationships more positive healthy happy relationships between black women and i feel like in books, sometimes that's not a thing, and it'd be pissing me the fuck off because I'd be like, that's not motherfucking true. Like, yes, black women have our own issues, our this own women. interpersonal yes. issues and stuff. Yes. But we also have positive Great friendships. The same thing that we have relationships with black men, right? We have our issues with black men, but there mm-hmm. are a whole lot of positive yeah. black love relationships out there that we can take examples from, right? So it's the same thing with female relationships. A black woman doesn't necessarily have to be friends with non-black women in order for her to thrive, mm-hmm. right? And I feel like in publishing, they make it seem like, oh, black women need to be with somebody outside of their selves to 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 have thriving good relationships and that is that's crazy to me we see groups where there's white women and there's only white women in the groups and they're they're having these 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 friendships with just white women and and we should be able to have those friendships without it being like oh we need some diversity actually there is diversity because i i had a um i have friends you from jersey I'm from Bahamas, live in Oklahoma City. I got Aries who lives in goddamn Canada. I got Peep Anaya lives in goddamn New Orleans. I got a diverse Anaya, group of women. Anaya, coming from some gumbo hoe, but anyway. <laughs> I got a oh. good diverse group of people. So it really don't have to be diverse as an outside right. black because there's diversity in being black because we're from different cultures we're from different places right and this is what i'm saying because i can i can tell people like i have a friend from the bahamas you know what i'm saying like i have a friend i have a friend from the bahamas tama hello Hi. you know what i'm saying and it's like i have i know someone from jamaica that I grew up with. I have a childhood from from Jamaica. You know what I'm saying? So black people always have these interpersonal relationships. Mm-hmm. And I hate that they make it seem like black women have to be kind of like have these catty relationships when we don't necessarily have to. And we can come from all walks of life. 
you know what I mean, and still have these personal relationships because it is true for other women, white women, and other women of color. Why can't it be true for black women, right? I I hate that shit. But anyway, in this book, I love that we have a great friend group. So anyway, you're friends from college, and you can tell that they actively put in work to nurture and cultivate this friendship, and that was shown on page and i love it because life happens right life happens we all especially when you live in other states these friends did not live in the same state right so i love that they all even though they got caught up in their own shit sometimes they still managed to stay in contact and every year they did kind of like this friends giving thing and they ended up at one of their friends house and one of them did a hookup okay so let's talk about the meat cute. It was so freaking so cute. I love that they were fighting over lemon pies in the shop. Y'all right? in the y'all in the in the food store. Y'all in the food store fighting <laughs> over pie, right? Y'all fighting over pie. Right. Lemon pie at that. Fucking gross. Okay. No, what do you mean gross? I love lemon pie. I'm not eating no goddamn lemon pie. Okay. You, but that's because you're bohemian. You don't understand the and a coconut of. and pineapple tart. I, you know what? I even be, I'm eating. I don't even eat sweet potato pie. I don't eat sweet potato. Ew, pie. no! I'm yeah. fucking for pecan pie though. I like a pecan pie. Shut up! Yeah, I have to get up on this podcast and tell me you fuck with pumpkin pie. I don't know. I'm not eating no pumpkin pie. Okay, but I, I like a pecan. But I'm fine now, you bitch. What you mean you I don't like pecan pie? And I can do. Too. And I can do apple pie, but okay, listen, listen, this is, this is what it is. You know what? I'm going to forgive you because you're bohemian. I got to take the apple out. Like, I like the sauce of the apple. This is, this is weird. I like the sauce of the apple, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when I get my apple pie, I take the apple out. What kind of human being are you? Wait a you're minute. I, I take the apple out and then I just yeah. fuss with yeah. the little filling. That makes sense? Yeah. No. And then I throw some Ben and Jerry's ice cream on the side, and I microwave it. I know it's red. I microwave it just What the fuck milk you mean? You microwave what? The ice cream, bitch. Emma, <laughs> please get up. Get get go away. I I, I, I really microwaving the pie, but what I put the ice cream there what? so it can melt and get in the, the ju- girl. Listen, I don't care what nationality you are as a black person. Why are you microwaving fucking ice cream? I'm not microwaving the ice cream per se. I'm microwaving the pie. You put it in the microwave. The pie. The pie. I'm putting the pie there. But I like the melted ice cream to get all up in the crust, so I I throw it in there too. So it's I know I know y'all don't 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 judge me, but it be tasting good. And that Ben and Jerry's cheesecake. Let me tell you something. That shit is good. But anyway, my bad. I got sidetracked. They and they're fighting over lemon pie. Anyway. But it was so She talked about something. She don't like lemon pie, but she put her ice cream microwave, y'all. Just to melt it. Just to melt it on the crust so I could get the juices flowing. What's wrong with you? It's still ice cream and microwave. It don't go together. It don't fucking go together. No, it doesn't. Anyway, anyway. So, these two folks meet. Because they was fighting over lemon pie in the store. We all just going to leave it at Tamer's Weird and we're just going to do all that, right? I anyway. I'll be that. So, I'll be that. Anyway. Okay. Stalia and Damien. Ice cream the main characters are Stalia and Damien. We forgot to mention the main characters in the Red Friends Day book, but we got Stalia and Damien. I want to pronounce it right, but my t- I don't know what's going on. Stalia and Damien. <laughs> Stop it, you laughing at <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, but what happened? But anyway, here's the characters. What's the character's name, Tamer? Thalia and Damon. I feel like I'm messing that up. So My- anyway, Thalia and Damon meet in the supermarket after fighting over a lemon pie, which Thalia, yes, girl, wins the lemon pie. And um, they kind of like had this cute meetup in the supermarket that day. Um, and... and- uh, numbers. And speaking of the meetup, yes. the 
sexual innuendos in this goddamn book, Danielle Allen, chef kiss. Because the way that she was mixing the, the football with the set and the witty dialogue, I was like, come on, Danielle. Fucking up. Yeah, she. Oh, good. The windows was fucking me up. I was like, bitch, am I horny? I was, I was like, these niggas. I was like, these niggas is gonna fuck. Because. <laughs> I was like, oh, bitch, am I horny? I think I'm horny. Ooh, am I a little wet? I am. Their playful wet. banter had me laughing out loud, and you could the sexual in the windows and the. You know, my mind dirty. So every time there was, I was cheesing reading this book because I was like, ooh. really really great i love the cute meat in the restaurant i mean i'm sorry i love the cute meat in the supermarket and right and i love i know i'm fucked up um i've been drinking bitches i've been drinking drinking. (laughs) um but i love the cute meat in the supermarket and i love that she was so surprised when he ended up ended up showing up to the house where she was staying at for the holiday. I and love that. Owen, and when he when he showed up, I was like, it's about to go, go down. down. <laughs> and it they went could down. not they could not keep their eyes off each other, their hands off each other. Like you could tell, you was like, at the end of the night, these niggas is gonna fuck. Like you could tell. That's how good Danielle Allen wrote this book, and I mean the sexual tension, the chemistry was just dripping off the page like that ice cream I put in the goddamn microwave. Oh my god, when he was finger her! First of all, all, you say he was gonna let it go. You say he was gonna let it go. Move on, moving on. You wrote this shit out. You wrote this shit out. This book, the sex things were popping, the relationship was popping, the friendship was popping. The light cut off, y'all. The light, and when I mean a light, I mean electricity. Okay, Okay. electricity cut off, and these niggas then went to the bathroom to fuck, and then they got caught. Wait, 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 Mo. (laughs) Mo prudish ass. Mo was getting on my goddamn nerve. I'm like, Mo, please. You showed up to Friendsgiving and you weren't even invited. So you can't say nothing to nobody. You showed up and you wouldn't even invited in college. It was his house. I kind of feel like Mo, like, y'all fucking in my bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Mo like, is a great bitch. Only person getting pussy here is me. Why y'all in my house fucking? <laughs> okay, you're right. It was kind of, the, but then again, I think I mean I did I understand it, but Mo is a little bit prudish because me personally, if I invite y'all to my house and you do a meet cute in my house and y'all fucking my bathroom, bitch, I'm 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 twerking on you, like bitch. I think you was gonna get that dick, especially Mo? if I knew that Mo? hey, y'all was gonna fuck eventually. I I'm 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 on your shit, bitch. Like hey, bitch. Mo done make this nigga clean up the bathroom. <laughs> Ooh, and Mo clean. I said Mo, not you making him clean the bathroom, Bob. But I'm glad. You know what? Even though he probably thought that Mo was overreacting, I think he did it. I thought Mo was. I think he did it without any back. I mean, um, pushing back because Mm -hmm. of Talia. I think he wanted to protect her. He wanted her to not be embarrassed, and I thought that was very noble of him. I don't think I. I think that big ass motherfucker, that big ass Negro, would not have. Mo, like, oh fuck you, nigga. I like, he was built like a, a linebacker. He probably would have bum rushed Mo, bitch. Ass. He probably was told Mo, like, I'm not. I don't know how Mo looks. I can't say that. But I'm just especially, saying, especially if you think you want to text. Like, nigga, it's sex. You're not gonna get herpes. It's sex, bitch. We fucked <laughs> in your bathroom. That's it. Okay, you're not gonna catch anything, Mo. Calm down. It's, but um, I love so that he was very, behaving kind of like. I was like, okay, Mo, damn. But I love that 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 he was very respectful. Like, you know what? I fucked up. We're sorry. You know, and I don't want to put Thalia in any type of, you know, anyway. So I'm going to go ahead, clean this bathroom, and, and we're going to be okay. Even though Mo was being a whole ass bitch about it. I was like, nigga, is you, are you serious right now? Like, I... 
the husband for their friend that's what i'm saying and he already know these bitches is wild and vulgar so it's like this because is- even because even the wife she was like because I gotta they, never, they had to talk and the other friend was like you knew they were gonna fuck now were they for were they supposed to fuck in your bathroom no but you knew they were gonna fuck in your house and yeah. she was like oh yeah i thought they were gonna be more like in the bedroom she was expecting for them to fuck in her house it it just happened to be the motherfucking bathroom and it only happened because they had that interruption where the lights went out and all that mm-hmm. other shit so it's like i don't know if, i don't think mo is the perfect man for this group for this friend group because i feel like once yeah, he already married to the gal he already married to her but i, I, was, I feel like once Stalia and damon hit, hook up they gonna like y'all can fuck wherever y'all want to <laughs> Because it's like you already know your wife and her. Because even even when she was talking about, okay, I gotta come back, I gotta go give, I gotta go take care of my husband. I, you know, so it's like, okay, I was yeah. shocked that he would have been prudish like that, you know. But either or, it was it was Danielle Allen, another I mean, buyer. I mean, you can go into the whole opposite of tracks, which is probably why the the friend and Mo were like married and stuff like that. But it still was kind of like. I don't understand why he and his friend group, especially when she woke up the next day. He was like, hey, Salia, how you doing? You want some coffee? Like, bitch, what? I think I think that was his wife saying, oh, I got to take care of him. So it was like, okay, he already got some pussy, so he's good now. It shouldn't even be like that. Yeah, it's still. Because at the end of the day, like I said, I feel like they are, the other friend was like, you knew Thalia and Damon were eventually going to fuck somewhere in your house, right? Even though they did it in the bathroom or whatever, and the bathroom was kind of, like, close to where everybody was because of the whole lights-out situation. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the wife knew they were going to fuck eventually in her house. So maybe, maybe she should... Sorry, y'all. My dog is rude. <laughs> but maybe she she should have you gonna let Mimi live her best dog life but maybe she should have told Mo like maybe she should have gave Mo heads up like hey I think this is gonna happen and I know you kind of approved so just let it happen but right Mo knew that was gonna happen because didn't he mention uh talking about I didn't know this nigga had game like this or something like that like they were literally openly flirting at the freaking table Everybody could have seen them. Everybody could have hear them. So it was like, yeah, it's about to go down. Yeah, which, which is, which is another thing that kind of like caught me off guard with the whole story. But you know what? I understand. I, I just, but also, ugh, I hate to two. I, I hate defensive, defensive this, and I hate the two side this shit because y'all know I hate that shit. But I also feel I'm kind of like in the. Like I said earlier, I'm kind of like also on most side. Like nobody's getting pussy in this house but me. True. Nobody fucks in my house but me. I get it. Okay. Wife already knew that they was gonna fuck anyway. It doesn't what? matter. If the bedroom yeah, which is why I said the wife should have gave Mo a heads up. Like, hey, I feel like something's gonna go down, and you need to just deal with. It. And especially you as his wife, knowing how your husband is, knowing your husband's a little bit prudish, she should have prepared him. Yeah. And she didn't. So that's kind of like on the best friend's part anyway. But at the end of the day, this was a really good book. I love this book. I gave this book five stars. This was perfect for me. I gave it four. It was a perfect blend of sexy, and I just love, I can't wait to see what else Danielle have in store for us because she hit us with the two, mm mm-mm. The she one, like, good one too, and I'm eager to see what else she has for yeah, us. I think this was a really good story, mm-hmm. and I'm really looking forward to see um, what she has next with this series. Um, check out the holiday hookup, y'all. Check it out, y'all. We have uh, eats for free and a little. Is it a little stuffing? A perfect stuffing. A perfect stuffing. A little stuffing. Nothing. There was nothing little about them people. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. 
So y'all picked that up, A Perfect Stuffing and Eat for Free by Danielle Allen. These are both uh, under 100 pages, so you can knock this yeah. out in two hours. So you can knock them out. And if you haven't read anything for Thanksgiving as of yet, a lot of authors, especially Black Romance, um, are releasing books. So <laughs> um, check them out if y'all like. Me personally, as a reader, I like to read stuff before the holiday because most of the time I'm not reading shit on the actual day because I'm doing shit. But, um, yeah. Check out these two books. So we move on. What's next, Tama? Humans <laughs> and Gold by Lady Marie. Okay. This book... This is, and just to let you guys know, this is another Thanksgiving theme book. Yes, this is another Thanksgiving theme book, and this one is also under a hundred pages, so you could knock out all three of these books in about three hours or less. Mm-hmm. Hello, depending on you know your reading speed. She just gave y'all the formula: three hours or less, even if you're a slow reader. Hello. Yeah. Okay, so. Cinnamons and cinnamon and golds. Okay, this book is literally in one of the top novellas I've read this year. Oh, hello! Look at you giving it top five stars and shit. I I said top novellas I've read this year. Okay, but go ahead. <laughs> Period. Period. <laughs> Period. Okay. What I really, okay, so, how do I even start? Okay, the mother-girlfriend dynamic in this book. The mother-girlfriend. The mother, ex, yeah, Miss Hazel knows she was wrong as fuck. <laughs> Miss Hazel, I love, okay, I loved how Miss Hazel loved Cinnamon. Right. And I think... The reason, and I think this whole book revolves around Miss Hazel, Miss Hazel and her, she didn't want her struggle to let go of the relationship that she had with Cinnamon. But also she, in this, but also just to pick up on that, Miss Hazel also had to realize that her son was not a good person which is why cinnamon was no longer with him right so you can't keep inviting this person that you love so much to these events and you're not dealing with your fucked up ass son because he he dealt with remember she said that oh i thought it was just one of y'all um going through the motions again because this has happened before yes Thinking that, okay, they mad right now, they're going to get back together. Yes. She's thinking. So she was moving under the guise of, okay, they break up already. My son fucked up already. She took him back. But it's also, it's also we're not going to put like 100% blame on Cinnamon. I mean, on, on Miss Hazel, right? Because it's also a thing with cin- Cinnamon. Because you can't get back with this man. And we could talk about this as grown women, right? How yeah. we tend to forgive a man when we know he fucked up right like this is the second time this dude has fucked up and cinnamon finally got frustrated it was like you know this ain't gonna work but she wanted to right that you knew about it hello right ring the motherfucking bell right so um it's kind of like also with cinnamon it was kind of like maintaining this relationship with his family because it wasn't necessarily a toxic relationship right it's not like i hated his his mother his mother hated me so like fuck all these people miss hazel loved cinnamon to keep that relationship going but it's kind of like how i'm gonna do this when my son is a motherfucking piece of shit person right yeah i'm gonna do this so he loved Love cinnamon. I mean, they had their little meetups where they was watching TV together. They were shopping together. And cinnamon is also a pie 
she loved some pies. She could bake some goddamn sweet potato pie. Which is why they invited her to Thanksgiving. They invited her for that sweet potato pie. I mean, we all know Miss Hazel. And Miss Hazel, and Miss Hazel is a, a liar from the pits of hell. You understand what I'm saying? Miss Hazel lied. She said, girl, can't nobody and make them pies. Like, you can make them pies. Miss Hazel lied and tell her that her son wasn't going to show up. Ooh, and how he do? Yeah. But this is a next book with a meet cute. This yeah. is a next book with a meet cute because Cinnamon met Gideon at the at the food store. And who is Gideon? Who is Gideon? Yeah, Gideon is is Golds. That's what his name is. Gold oh, Gideon. She met Gideon and they kind of like had this little chemistry back and forth, back and forth going on. So she was like, mm, "He fine, you know." He said something that had her in her feelings, so she was like, "Prove I gotta prove him wrong." I don't understand why you so held bent on proving somebody you don't fucking know wrong. But anyway, a whole ass fucking stranger. But go ahead, girl. But anyway, she was. This is another. Oh, when she showed up at Miss Hazel's house, because Miss Hazel was a lying ass. When she shows up at Miss Hazel's house, who there? Get in. With the gold teeth, and y'all know with how the to gold front. Get it with the gold front. Let me tell you something. Alexa, play anytime, any place, because why are you getting anytime, any place? Hello, Janet. At this point, we gotta we gotta ask Alexa to play anytime, any place. Cause why the hell was y'all fingering? Why was you getting fingered at the fucking dinner table? Cinnamon. Like, but anyway, so we're back to the house. We're back to the house, okay. and she finds out that Gold, aka Gideon, is the first cousin of her ex boyfriend. But they didn't get along. Let's but just make ex- that known. Let's just make that known up front. Okay. So because okay. make it sound better. Boyfriend and Gideon don't get along. But this was my biggest, this was my biggest issue in this book. Okay. We don't fucking know why Gideon and the ex don't get along. Yeah, they really they really didn't explain it. It it kind of like started off in the beginning where Gideon kind of says, like, you know, um, uh, that the ex was uh, spoiled and he kind of like expected people to kind of like I guess like fall in line with him and stuff like that well, which is okay not. but it wasn't really in my opinion a good reason for them to fall out right because it wasn't a good reason for you to fuck the nigga ex-girlfriend and the... not at like, your mama house not at the in, mama house in his childhood motherfucking room I am about to beat your ass because the disrespect out of pocket. Granted, it was hard as fuck. It was hard as fuck. And Liam <laughs> came with that pressure. He was not playing with he was not playing with freaking about goddamn cinnamon. And this is what I like. Because the energy that he exhibited and he just meet this woman that day. He was not playing but cinnamon. Your boy coming there acting the fool talking to her any type of how and he was like mm-mm, mm-mm, no what you not finna do yes i love Watch how you talk to her yeah i love how he came to cinnamon's defense when uh the ex showed up because it was just like at the end of the day do you really think this woman just showed up at your at your mama's house like at the end of the day, you know your mother invited this girl, right? Like it's 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 really just common sense. Like but for you to be acting up. like that, like come on, dude, come on. See, but you really think he knew that Miss Hazel was gonna invite Cinnamon? <laughs> you really think he thought that Cinnamon was gonna show up after they break up? Maybe not, but still, for him to come in that house and act that way towards her. It was out of pocket, and I just feel and like he had another bitch with him. Like you can't. Yeah, but you had and and not and 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 see and see and see. This is why I don't. This is why I don't do raggedy niggas. Cause he was raggedy. How you come up in there with somebody, but you got motherfucking smoke for cinnamon? That mean like what, niggas? It's not go. Something's not 
not matching something. The mouth ain't mouthing. The mouth ain't mouthing, nigga. The mouth ain't mouthing. So he, you lie. Not only Miss Hazel is a lying ass nigga. Yeah. Not only did you lie to Cinnamon, you yes. lied to Golds too. Because yes. Gold said, is this bitch nigga going to be here? Miss Hazel problems. That was key thing because remember in the beginning of the story, Golds was like, hey, I don't come around y'all when this nigga is around. Like we all family, we cool, I fucks with y'all, but I don't fuck with him. So if he gonna be there, don't invite me to nothing. Miss Hazel knew he was coming. So why you lie like that, girl? Like you lie and that's not cool. And that, and that and I feel like, yeah, and, and I'm like cinnamon, like, I, bitch, how can I trust you? I can't trust you because the problem with Miss Hazel was she was banking on Cinnamon to forgive her ain't shit son. Yep. Well, I wouldn't say she was banking on it, but she was, she was banking on Tamer. She probably knew it was gonna happen because it happened before. She wasn't. She didn't think that Cinnamon was serious. I, so I, I and and I get that from I I get that from st- some standpoint. But here's the other thing: if you don't know the actual inter going on between the relationship your sons is having why even risk that but do she need do she need to go do she need to know the going ons yes wait listen her and cinnamon have this relationship she is aware that her son fucked up multiple times and cinnamon took him back so she's probably thinking well this nigga done fucked up she gonna take him back again because she took him back before I don't know. I I I I I'm not going to two fence this. I'm not going to fist fence this. But I just feel like as a parent, and you know your son ain't shit. At some point in time, you have to talk to your son. Like, hey, you can't keep fucking up like this. You're losing good women, right? And. I understand, like I said, I understand that maybe Miss Hazel invited Cinnamon on the premise of, you know what? Yeah, they done been through this shit before. They're going to get back together. But also, that also takes into account, did you talk to Cinnamon on the side? Like, hey, Cinnamon, are you completely done with this shit? Because if you're completely done with this shit, I'm not inviting you to my house. Right? So, See, she probably thought she was. She probably thought she wasn't completely done because she invited her. Exactly, which is why Saka. Because if you and Cinnamon have this good, great relationship, why not have a side fucking conversation with her? Because I feel like as women, we should be rather that's your son or not. You should be having this conversation with these women. You keep fucking up. You keep. You know my son ain't shit, right? You know this nigga ain't shit. You keep taking him back. All right, bitch, this is the third time. What you gonna do? Because I'm not bringing you, I'm not inviting you to my house, bitch. If if, if you gonna come with the shit. And sometimes it's not necessarily the dude coming with the shit. It's the woman coming with the shit, right? So, I just feel like this, this, this a whole, a whole motherfucker, multiple, uh, multiple, okay? Multiple conversations could have had, could have been had, but wasn't. Right? And this is how all this shit popped off in this yeah. house. But at the end of the day, Miss Hazel fucking lied. Yes, yeah, she lied because she knew her son was showing up. Because a at liar, the end of the day, Gideon didn't fuck with him. And also, at the end of the day, I I, I get Cinnamon's idea of kind of like holding on to this family, right? But she asked Miss Hazel. She fucking asked her, is he going to be there? And she said, said no. no. So you lied. You and 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 at the end of the day, you fuck you ended up fucking up, uh, up a relationship between you and Cinnamon because even though Cinnamon is no longer with your husband with your son, right? You and you and Cinnamon could still at least had a workable relationship and but, I think cinnamon, but i think cinnamon did forgive her but i don't think their relationship is gonna be the same how can it be the same when i know you lied to me and i'm fucking your your nephew right exactly because 
there's a whole dynamic change, right? It's not just it's a big dynamic change because right now she can have right. to deal with her son who's gonna be mad that she's actually still having a relationship with Cinnamon and, and she gets, you know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be messy. It's very messy. So at the end of the day, I I'm not gonna lie. Um, I think this author has really grown as an very. author. Um, I think mm-hmm. from reading her first book until going into the to these last couple of books of her, she's done an amazing job I've seen as an growth. author as um for growth. And this book is just kind of like it, it kind of like um for me Close it kind of like growth. solidifies mm-hmm. her her author journey, right? Because she's new at this, Lady Marie. Um, she's new at this. She has put out a couple of books. And I feel like um, with this book right here, this kind of like so- solidifies her journey as an author, yeah. right? For me, I feel like this kind of solidifies her writing voice in my yes. opinion. Right, right. I- because if um, I've known her, I know her on a personal level because we did the whole thon and stuff together. Right. I follow her on um, Twitter. So, um, and if you guys don't know who we're talking about, um, she has an alternate uh, wit. Uh, I'm gonna tell y'all right now, uh, wit. <laughs> her name is Whitney. Her name is Whitney, and she goes as Lady Marie. Yeah. And um, I I feel this is this book just feels the flow and everything was just different compared to her other books, and I think because it's her settling into her author voice, her getting comfortable with herself as an author and how she wants you know stories to be told and what she wants. You know, because I feel like sometimes authors write what they want to see or what they want to read. So mm-hmm. I feel like this voice for her, mm-hmm. I feel like it 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 resonates with her as a mm-hmm. person. And when it comes yeah. to personality and, you know, and I don't know if her journey is done. But if this is a testament of where her journey is going to be, this mm-hmm. is she's on she's on track for me. Yeah, and I and I feel like I, I mean I'm pretty I pretty much feel the same way. Um, I I hope it is you know what it is my hope. Let me yeah. switch that around. It is it my, hope my hope that she does not leave this space that she is currently writing in. The last couple of books that I have read by her have been stellar. And 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 that is rare coming from me as a reader. I'm I think I'm kind of like jaded and from reading kind of like the same old stories and the same old plots and the same old whatever. Um, I think she is writing stories that she herself as an author mm-hmm. want to see, and that reflects on what readers want to see as well. And you know, kudos to her. This this was a really good, amazing story, and I hope she sticks with it. I, I, yeah. I it is my hope. I it is my hope. Like I was saying, I absolutely adored the story, and this is one of my top novellas of this year. Mm-hmm. And my only issue is, like I said earlier, we didn't get the reason why Gideon and his cousin fell out. Yeah, that would have been like so. Like, much more that would have made me okay i'd have been like oh, okay it just i need some justification for yeah. why gideon was doing the fucked up shit that he did don't get me wrong this shit was hot it was hot it was messy it was juicy it had twists and turns it yeah. had a little bit of angst because i was like boy when this nigga find out cinnamon getting this dick he gonna be mad like it had everything but The disrespect wasn't justified, in my opinion. No, it wasn't because we didn't get not we didn't get a reason why him and Gideon fell out. And I, in in order for on that level of disrespect for you to be fucking your cousin's ex girlfriend in your mama's house in in your child in his childhood room up against the door now everybody love a little up against the door play (laughs) but i'm just saying gideon please 
Please. Yeah. Can you I? Need, you need <laughs> to let us know what is going on. And 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 it goes beyond just you know the the other cousin being her ex boyfriend being spoiled and and think he's yeah. better than everybody and all that other shit. It needs to go beyond that because you literally fucked his ex girlfriend, who his mother is cool with in his mother's house. Like no, 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 no. So yeah, we needed a reason why Gideon and the cousin fell out. Like we we needed that. And it had to be beyond the reasons that you gave us in this book. But outside of that, this was messy. Like, if you're looking for a good, messy Thanksgiving, because at the end of the day, let's be honest, Thanksgiving is the kind of, like, bad boy holidays because that's when all the mess come out. That's when all the shit come out, right? All of it. So that's what happens. Thanksgiving is a messy holiday, and this is what we got. So... Good on her for giving us a messy holiday read, but yeah. Girl, Lady Marie, you on the way, girl. You on the way, Lady Marie, girl. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was messy. Golds had the energy. And you know, I love me a hero who don't play about his woman. And if you gonna come down for me like that on the first day, bitch, it's only up from him. Bitch, I'm beating your ass. It's only up from him. So shout out to Lady Marie for giving us this messy, sexy Thanksgiving. Mm, we loved it. Yeah, it was good. I am. Um, I was very impressed. Me too. So, like I said, as an author, she's growing into her craft. And kudos to you, girl. Kudos to you. Platform. <laughs> Listen, J- Drake did an interview years ago. Mm-hmm. And I know some of y'all don't like Drake now, but anyway, that's a light skin king. Nice kick. Anyway, that's the point is coming. The point is coming is this. He did an interview years ago. And somebody asked him, How does he stay on top of his shit? And he said he remember watching an interview on Dizelle, Washington. And Denzel was saying how even though he's been here for a while and Blah blah blah. He's been in the acting business for the longest time. He still, um, he still invests himself in his craft. I mean, he still takes acting classes. He still does what he has to do to mm-hmm. make himself um, Denzel, right? Yeah. And I feel like, for me, I feel like this is what. Lady Marie is doing. She's investing in her craft. Mm-hmm. She's making sure that, hey, I need to keep these stories going. This is what motherfucking readers like. Because people will jump on a trend in the community on a popular trend and they'll write a book and that book become popular and then they'll stop writing that and then they'll start wondering, oh, these readers ain't investing in me. These readers don't like me anymore. That's because you wrote what they like. Now you're writing, you know, stick to your authentic yes. writing voice. If you stick to your authentic writing voice, you're going to find your audience and blah, blah, blah. Happy birthday, yeah. right? So we got all of that. I feel like oh. authors are writing what they feel like readers want. And like, it's coming off. I don't like it. <laughs> it either because I feel like we're not getting I, I shouldn't see that you could just tell when it's forced because I, I feel like now everybody is wants a, diff, a certain trope they're writing tropes you understand and then right. you can just tell when some of the books are just thrown together and you could just tell when it's forced so I feel like just like Sharonda say go with your Go with your authentic. gut feeling, your authentic self, the story that you already plan. Try to write what you want to write. And the people who the book is for, who resonate with the book, they will be there. That's how I yes, feel. Trust me, there is an audience for every genre and every sub-genre of book. Y'all don't really understand that there is an audience for everything. And I think that's where people get lost. People don't People don't understand that. But to go back to my whole Drake issue, this is why the boy said 
Well, he's a man now. But anyway, this is why the boy said he stays on top of his craft when it comes to what he do as a businessman and as a rapper because Mm -hmm. he follows people that still invest in what they are doing. Mm -hmm. Right? And I think that is key for a lot of authors and a lot of authors don't do that because Amazon will trick you and make you believe that because one book is a bestseller, now you're a bestselling author. Everybody, let me tell you something. At this point, Amazon will make everybody feel like that. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and, and, it's, and it's no insult to anybody because, listen, shout out to you for putting the book out there and getting it to where it's at. But I really need for people to think about these platforms and how these platforms are marketing your book, right? So if a certain book becomes, right? If a certain book becomes number one on a platform and all the rest of the books that you wrote outside of that aren't, I don't know, you know, let's let's take a look at that, right? Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I just need people to really really shift into their authentic voices when they're writing these stories and again shout out to lady marie um watching her grow as a author has been really um a, a a good thing for me as a reader because i like to see people grow into their work and mm-hmm. i like for them to find their authentic voices and I like for them to be like, you know what, this is me. This is what I want to do. And I'll and and it's and as I said, it is my hope <laughs> that she stays with this voice that she did. Honestly, for me, with the last couple of books that she's that she did, because the second book in that in that family series was Chef's Kiss. The uh the book was the uh was the um sugar baby book. The Sugar Baby book was Chef Kiss, okay? And this book, the last couple of books by her has been fucking Chef Kiss. So I'm gonna need, right. So I'm gonna need for you to stay in this lane, lady. Don't get out of it. Don't divert. I'm telling just, you right I, now, don't do it. It comes to you. Don't feel like you have to conform with what the community wants, right? Right, what what feels right to you, and that's why I feel like this book is is being received so well because I yeah. feel like this is something that she wanted to do. You can tell by the by the voice of the book, by the dialogue, by the way it's written. You can tell that this is something that she wanted to do, and and I feel like what? the community it's receiving it. So the three books that we discuss, each for free by Danielle Allen. Yes. Perfect Stuffing, also by Danielle Allen. Hello. Um, Cinnamon and Golds by Lady Marie. These that cover, are- Lady Marie? <sighs> you say- <laughs> the, cover was, the cover was good. Who on, that cover? Who on that cover? Come see me. Uh, Sharonda being spicy, y'all. Sharonda out here is spicy, but these see. are three uh, books. Two are Thanksgiving inspired. One is Veterans Day inspired. And they are all under a hundred pages. So if you're looking for something to read, because you know the the end of the year is drawing there, and you're trying to catch a little good reads goal, Girl. this these are three books that's gonna wop 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 wop. This is gonna add three books to your good reads goal in one day. Because I know a lot of us out here trying to struggle, fight for our life to get catch up with our goal. Because some of us forty seven books behind. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a couple of books behind. I'm like, I did 115 so books. I'm at 109. Are you help you add three quick reads to your Goodreads goal so you wouldn't feel embarrassed at the end of the year like me? Okay. Thank so you, Brad. Be out here embarrassing people every motherfucking day. <laughs> Listen, I'm here. Anyway, I last year I said I wanted to read uh less books and child. I was like, the power of the tongue is a serious Listen, I said the same thing. So I said this year, when 2024 come, when they do the good reads thing, I said, I'm going to do 120 books because I did 115 this year. Bitch, I'm struggling. And we better go into December. I ain't get to 115 yet. The fuck? 
I open in my mouth, but no goddamn books. I'm going to just be like, whatever happened, happened. Because when I tell you I was fighting for my life for a month, I couldn't read a goddamn book. I cannot. I'm just, I, this is me. I cannot. Like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> but anyway. Anyway. <sighs> so what's going on, honey? All right, so. Hey y'all, it's Sharonda. If you're at the end of this episode, well, we thank you so very much. Be sure y'all following us on our socials, Instagram and Twitter at Brazenly Shady. Check out the book or books we discussed in this episode. The deets are in the show notes. And until the next bout of shenanigans, we'll talk to y'all then.